throw on my coat, walk downstairs, and I'm like, how do I get into the water? Right. You don't have rubber boots. I don't have rubber boots. And I look around. buy some rubber boots. <laughs> well, I see, I see my wife's rubber boots. She's those a size. Aren't, those aren't going to fit. Six in women's. And I was like, I'm going to make this work. Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to episode 197 of Coffee with Butterscotch, the Game Dev Comedy Podcast, Butterscotch Shenanigans. I'm Seth and I'm the games programmer. I'm Adam and I'm the grammar of prose. I'm Sam and I'm the artist. And this is a show where we talk about life, business, and working in the games industry. Today is April Demos Day. 20 grind teen. This is April uh, 1st, April Fool's mm-hmm. Day, uh, where everybody gets tricked. Like yeah, we all feel like demos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get started, we have a warning. Anything could happen on this show. There's going to be profanity, and uh, we're going to talk about things. We're adults. You're an adult. Everybody's an adult. If you're if you're not an adult, you can't be. You can't. You can't listen. Or you can't as long as you don't tell anybody. Yep. Yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. That's how it worked when I was growing up. Yep, that's definitely. how it works for every every kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, we would like to thank our supporters from moneygrab.bscotch.net who bought us some coffees to keep our bodies uh, caffeinated throughout the podcast. Mm-hmm. We'd like to thank Maddie. Uh, we'd like to thank Mike, who said, don't spill it all in one place, which is good. That's very good advice. And we have done that on multiple occasions, so I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice reminder. I think part of the reason Seth got this giant jug of water was because it's got such a wide base. Can't you can't, it can't slap it over. Yeah, Although if you do slap the whole thing over. Oh, yeah, you're done. That's a whole gallon like of a tidal water. wave. <laughs> bringing the flood into the office. Well, it's it's got a, a lid on it, so it just has sort of a small opening. So mm. it's not – probably not the whole gallon is going to come out at once, but – Maybe uh, it, if it did, that would I be. I have literally dumped just a straight up, completely full cup of coffee on the floor before. <laughs> was, I think what, like a month after we got in the office, I just brought a cup of coffee up. I just had it sitting down. I, you know, I put it in the middle, and you're like, the floor looks tired. And I just, I just smacked it, and just the whole thing. Eight ounces. Eight ounces doesn't seem like a lot of liquid, but as soon as it's on the floor, once, I mean, once, once you, once you spread it out real thin, yeah. The problem I've been having is that I accidentally this morning even hit the twelve ounce button on the little. Robo barista no, and filled it. Oh yeah, and it filled the coffee cup literally right to the brim. Right to the brim. <laughs> and so then you have this precarious act where you carry the coffee across. Now and it's so hot that you can't drink it, so you have to just sit there and sort of like like sip it. Yeah, but with extreme sipping. What power. you should get is you know how like in a distillery there's those super long coily deals because mm-hmm. the whole idea is you can cool it down with enough surface area. Mm-hmm. You need a straw like that. That's crazy. Super straw. like a crazy straw that's super crazy. A crazy and cool straw. A crazy cool straw for cooling. <laughs> but also it's made out of like, I don't know, something really conductive, like gold. You need a yes. golden I mean, crazy straw. You're right, I do need this. Now, I'm also that, that would solve the problem. Sam, I'm, I'm also saying. noticing that the mug that you've selected today has a pouring spout on it. Yes. So I is, guess this is for... It was even more troublesome today. Because uh, now you've got this really easy way to just <laughs> accidentally pour your coffee right yeah. out. <laughs> to be fair, this was the only mug available downstairs when I got Why it. Why does it have a pouring spout? I don't know. It looks like a measuring cup. That's it weird. does, and I don't understand it. it's clearly for drinking and it's like no one's gonna drink out of the pouring spout if it Maybe were on the no, side it's for drinking and sharing because that way you fill yours to the brim you bring it upstairs somebody else has got their coffee cup you pour half yours in there and then we just pour it on the ground finish the whole yeah, share it with step. the whole thing but again yeah. mike's specific instructions were not to do that ah, don't spill right, it all in right, one right, place right, right. spill it in two places which is that, more. that's what we were two two we just solved it oh that's spread the way go yeah uh, also, Irish Luck, new recurring supporter. Thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. And we've also got a whole bunch of other recurring supporters who we'd like to thank as well. So uh, you guys are keeping our microphones on. All right, on to life news. We should also say thanks to all the people who've been buying up merch. Oh, yeah. We, we are. Just, we're, we're like a shipping just industry over here. Yep. We're still on a merch purge. 
Yeah. Merch Purge 2019. April Merch Purge 2019. We're trying to get rid of all of our merch, so it's the prices are slashed down to the the merch has bones, right? Yeah, it's definitely. like it's way down there. Yeah, it's real gross, actually. <laughs> There's a lot of meat. We use one of those really thin <laughs> boning knives, is what they're called. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Boning <laughs> knife. Boning knife. That's <laughs> what they're called. It's an unfortunate name. But it's that a, is exactly. for getting out bones? It's for get, basically getting stuff off of bones, you know? So How is it different just from a knife? It's super sharp and thin, so you can like get in there. You can really get in there. Yeah. Is it flexible? I don't know if it's flexible. It's like a noodle. It's like I a really sharp one. noodle. I, I, I wanted one because I used to I used to take bones out of a chicken when mm-hmm. I wanted to you know like have a fun floppy entire chicken. But that's a lot of fucking work, especially <laughs> if you don't have a boning knife. Interesting. I watched uh, Gordon Ramsay yesterday. He's filleting a, a fish. Yeah, and he had one of those. It's a the fish fillet knife, I guess, or filleting mm-hmm. knife. And so they're super flexible. And he was like showing off how flexible it was. And then it just snapped. <laughs> <laughs> Half the blade just like shot across the room. Cool. I was like, huh, okay. And he goes, so fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love I Gordon Ramsay. That's the appropriate reaction oh when God. you've accidentally hurled a blade across yeah. the room. Uh-huh. Yeah, he looked right because there were seven other chefs like in the room. And he's like, can I just. <laughs> We did. Does anybody have a boning knife in them? In their body? <laughs> in your bones? Yeah, so if anybody wants to get in on this deboned merch train, yeah. uh, you could go to shop.beastguys.net. We've done all that hard work for it. Oh, it's like a floppy chicken over there. Just get on in there. <laughs> flop around. Watch out for flying uh, flying blades. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about life. Talk about uh, Sam's drain. Talk about drain. So, yesterday, yep. wake up in the morning feeling all chipper. You know, mm-hmm. that's a Sunday that's morning. That's how they get you. Yep. So that's how you know something bad's going to happen because you feel too good. So I get up and. The universe needs to put you back. <laughs> put you back. <laughs> and I run around and I'm just kind of putting the house back together. And this is after you took it apart, I yeah, assume. You got to do that every weekend, take yeah. it apart, clean it. It's put like it a gun. You know? <laughs> it is. Oil it. Yeah. it is. So I'm doing the dishes, doing all sorts of stuff. And then uh, I'm about to head back upstairs because I got a phone call with a friend at 9 a.m. And at this point, it's 8.50. And I look out the backyard, and it seems like there's a small pond where my driveway used to be. Mm. And I'm like, I didn't. It has been raining a lot. It has been raining a lot. And I did not put a pond there. So I thought, oh, I probably have a blocked drain. And our drain is what's called a bucket drain, which is what they used to build apparently in like the 1900s. Literally, it's just like a huge hole in the ground. And then there's a spout that's actually not at the bottom of it, but sort of toward the top. And so the thing has to fill up a bunch before uh, yeah. water starts leaving, right? See, that's like also a, how my my air conditioner has a tray in it for catching water, and it also like it doesn't start leaving it because then it can like then go into the floor drain, mm-hmm. you know, but also it has to get to the top first before it leaves it. So we had some overflow problems. Yes. Okay. Reason. So I'm not sure why this is the way this is. <laughs> I'm trying to envision the rationale, but okay. I don't know. Uh we've had to have it have it cleaned out a few times. And last time we installed by installed, I mean just wrapped wire mesh around the top of it so that it catches like leaves and stuff. So I was like, oh, I probably just I didn't clean it out yet. Flick that fall. thing off or something. Got to go I clean it off and then it'll just go. So problem is that there's this huge pool of water now that's like probably two or three inches deep and it seeps into the garage just a tiny bit. And so I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to get out there. I got about seven minutes now before yep. this call. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get this done. So I throw my coat, walk downstairs, and I'm like, how do I get into the water? Right, you don't have rubber boots. I don't have rubber boots, and I look around and buy some rubber boots. <laughs> well, I see, I see my wife's rubber boots. She's those a size. Aren't, those aren't going to fit six women's, and I was like, I'm going to make this work. <laughs> <laughs> 
So <laughs> did you just put reference, like, you're probably like a size 10 men's or something. 12. 12. Okay. So, so was, you, you put one on each toe. It was, I run upstairs first and I also grabbed the dish gloves because I'm like, I need to reach my hands in this disgusting pool. So I got these like pink, rubber. pink hot rubber mitts on and I run downstairs Grab these galoshes that do not fit. So somehow Diana sort of, has all the equipment necessary to do this, and you have none of it. Yeah, I okay. don't know what the deal is. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I grab the galoshes and just sort of like just just pull them onto my leg. And they're small enough that I just get the bottom of my foot in. And so it's essentially a galosh high heel at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I uh-huh. you know, get my high heel galoshes on, slap the garage door opener, and then go traipsing out basically catwalking out into this this pool and I'm thinking like there's a few possible really bad outcomes one is that I roll my ankle and go down <laughs> in this pool uh-huh. which is just sort of replaying in my head uh, flip you the, should have set up a camera just to keep an eye on this because you could have made some good YouTube uh-huh. money that's true to so, offset the cost of the medical bills yeah. <laughs> so I managed to sashay out there to the drain and then I get it off and I get it off take off the mesh thing and the water's not going down literally at all and I'm like well, shit. And now I'm out here in my galoshes. <laughs> We're holding this uh, this leaf. I'm also trap. envisioning the just the, the pure disappointment of you being like, yeah, like That's getting exactly this wire mesh off and then just watching it. And it's just Not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. So I managed to like dump all the stuff, get back inside, get my high heels off and, and get, you know, sort of cleaned up, called the plumber and uh, found out that if you call a plumber on the weekend, if they come to your house, which I did not allow them to come to my house for this reason, it costs $250 for them to come yeah. visit. At mm. all, mm. Is, gotta make that weekend money. Yeah, which is freaking wild. Considering a doctor's kind of or a plumber's kind of like the doctor of your house. But also, like, it kind of costs you the same if they come on a weekday because then you got to take a day off at of work because they're like, yeah. "I'll be there," you know, sometime. 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 It's I, you know, I'm busy. Maybe I won't even. Maybe I won't even show up. Mm-hmm. You know, used to say, "I'll right. be there between eight and eight. So, so get ready. But that's eight a.m. But not at eight p.m. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, take the week out, take cash in on those vacation days to save your weekend money. Mm-hmm. So what happened then? That's it. You just, so yeah, you just got, like, I still got to handle this. I just problem. got this whole this that's it. pond. Mm-hmm. So I guess something got in that that hole that's at the top of it. I guess I don't know what the hell happened. Maybe there's a little uh, horrifying creature in there. I don't know how it would get that in. When you, your, your, like, when you reach your hand in to get the stuff out, it's gonna get you. Oh gosh. So, <laughs> so basically, I'm watching a lot of uh, Blue Planet too. Oh uh, yeah, there's all oh. these horrible creatures everywhere. Yeah, there's a fucking worm, which I just so is it the I really worm? like. Uh, yes, yes. So I really like Blue Planet too because, like, oh, literally, because the other Blue Planet was fucking stellar. But I knew I kind of knew about everything in there because, like, I've always been into the ocean since a young kid. Oh, and in the sequel, they got to up the stakes. Yeah, like Ooh. fucking everything <laughs> was like a thing Avengers. I had never heard of or seen before. Like literally everything, including that fucking bobbit worm, or whatever it is. Oh my god, they're horrifying. It's it's this it's this giant. I think they said like five foot long worm. That just has these crazy jaws. And it's just, like the Predator, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. it looks exactly like the Predator. Yeah. And it just like... Like its whole head opens yeah, up its into head opens mouth. and it just... It lays there like a bear trap. So its head is open, like waiting for a fish to come around. And then fish like come swimming by and it just fucking grabs them and pulls them under the mud like a tremor. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like bubbles like shooting everywhere like the, the mud's moving around. And it kills like five or six fish a night or something. Just yeah. crazy. And it's, and it's just this horrible, gross worm. Almost everything about the ocean... You could turn into a like a the worst horror story. Oh my god, for, it's amazing! If, if these things were, if any of these things were on land, oh yeah, yep, no, just no. absolutely not. <laughs> no, I learned about uh, caterpillar legs on Friday. Caterpillar legs. So you know how they have you mean the little chubby tubes they've so got? That's the thing. So I was like, okay, because they're a bug. 
which means they only have six legs, but they have. But there's, a, but it's in a larval stage. It's a larval stage, yeah. but what's happening here? So the six, they actually, they all have six little front legs, and those are the real legs. And those and are then, segmented, and they. They're like little hands. They're like kinda. little hands. Like whenever they're reaching up and grabbing stuff, it's like they got their little hands. That was, <laughs> that's what turned into their actual like butterfly beautiful legs, you know? Right. So you're like, what's going on with all these other weird things? What are these legs for? So apparently, so it has no, it has no skeleton and it has no exoskeleton, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a – that's why it's, they're so tasty for birds. Yeah. It's just yeah. like a – it's just like a – It's just a goo tube. And that's <laughs> why they're so – like they look great. They're just so like fluffy and kind of pressurized. They just want to pet them. Yeah. You just want to like rub them a little bit. So <laughs> – so I was looking at them and, and then I looked up uh, how these legs work and they're called pro legs. Okay. Because their legs were pros. Because they're just dope legs. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like noob legs. <laughs> yeah. And so what they do is uh, the way the pro leg work is, is actually there's there's only like two little muscles on it. So it can it can grapple essentially and then sort of ungrapple. Like those are things that it can do. And what it, what it allows the caterpillar to do is actually it has to essentially grab onto another surface in order to have something to for the rest of its musculature to work against in order to move, right? Because it has no it has no, no thing to move from. Mm-hmm. And so it has to grab stuff to do it. So essentially the caterpillar turns everything it touches into its own skeleton. exoskeleton <laughs> for a brief time. Right. It uses that to move. And I was like, this is the trippiest, yeah. freakiest thing. I, thought maybe like, were, I don't need an exoskeleton. It's a stick. Yeah. I thought maybe they're, you know, kind of hydraulic-y like uh, spiders or something. But apparently it's a, it's sort of like a pick your skeleton sort of situation. Mm-hmm. So the caterpillar is kind of like the I closest. I guess that means for worms, the whole ground is their skeleton. Yeah. Probably. I guess it's like the closest thing you can get to an octopus on land. Is a caterpillar? Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's got a lot of legs. It's got no skeleton. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, all those kinds of octopus mm-hmm. kinds of things. You just want to rub it? Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about uh, about my weekend. So on Sundays, my wife and I have started turning Sundays into project day. And it's turned out really great where basically uh, every Saturday we got a Trello board for the house. We're running like a production meeting. Mm-hmm. We go through our Trello board on Saturday and we're like, what are we going to be doing tomorrow? So we can make sure that we're, you know, prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rule is just like every Sunday we got to do at least one thing that's going to improve our, you know, home. house, our home mm-hmm. situation. So even if it's like, you know, got cut, cut some of the like old grass or pull some weeds or just organize some things, get rid of some stuff, whatever it is, right? And so so today was, or yesterday was all about like getting our kitchen organized and getting rid of some like, – you know how you, you kind of accumulate random pieces of just stuff? You mm-hmm. get like a thousand different mugs that like come from various sources. Yep. Like maybe somebody gave you a mug eight years ago and it just kind of goes into your cabinet or whatever. Um because on Saturday I opened up the ca- I opened up the cupboard and a thing just flew out at me, which means like you've got too many things, things too many things in there, right? <laughs> Nothing fits anymore. So, uh, so one of the things that we did was was every the first of every month uh, is going to be like it's like a money day, you know? It's like go through all your finances, mm, and make sure everything sure. is square. And one of the things that I did quite a long time ago was I set up a simple account, so that's like this online bank uh, thing. And I had set up a recurring transaction of just like – I set up this account as my sort of like p- play money fund. Mm-hmm. So I set up this recurring transaction. Just every month, a little bit of money just goes over there. And I sort of forgot. Like I just kind mm-hmm. of forgot that that was mm-hmm. going on because it's just a small amount. It's the best way to do savings. Yeah. Where it just automatically happens and you're like, oh, yeah. Well, cause, it is. Because so I was reading money. about the the financial independence movement, which is this idea that that – Quote, financial independence is like being able to live off of your own money such that you don't have to work. Mm-hmm. And then whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. you're just doing because you want to do it, right? 
So there's a whole like lifestyle on the internet of people trying to like hit this target. And some people have been able to hit that by like age 35, even just like working normal jobs. Because well, it, yeah, it's a combination of being very frugal and then right, yeah, but you got to be clever and frugal. Debts, yeah, and they've sure got, got proper insurance, and then probably also not getting a terrible health problem. Not yes. getting sick is one of the key things yeah. <laughs> in the United States. Um, and so one of the rules there is like is pay yourself first. So it's the idea of you know you should you should uh, allocate your savings first, and then build your budget around you know What's what left? what you have instead of. What most people do, which is like spend as much as you can, and then at the end of the day, be like, "Well, I guess I'll uh, I'll save the the rest, right. right?" So, so you build your budget around your savings. So that was part of my thinking at that time was like, I'll just start like throwing some money over here into this into this like play money fund. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yesterday, I f- I found it, like I stumbled across, it and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so I had kind of like a like a treat yourself yep. uh, Sunday. So I just kind of like marched around the house, and I was like, "What has been just?" What's been pissing me off that I want to just do? There's even stuff like my wallet is shaped such that it essentially snaps my credit cards in half. So, what? <laughs> so like it, it has these weird pockets in it that kind of like offset the credit cards vertically from each other uh-huh. such that when I'm sitting down on my wallet, then over time, all of my credit cards have developed oh. like a like a crack through the middle, right? I was like, because mine also has that structure, but does not have that. Maybe it's your butt. I have got a very powerful, steely butt, (laughs) uh, and that combined with this wallet shape. I'm like, what? Why have I just been letting this be a thing? That is a very good question. So I found a. So I treated myself. Got a new wallet, nine dollars. Boom! Nice, beautiful. Right. So this is. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Mm -hmm. But this is a good. I think it's just a good tip, right? Like, just take that. See if you can set up like a a free uh, account somewhere, and you can just like auto move money over little Mm -hmm. bits at a time, and then cash in on it and give yourself like a Christmas. And I was expecting something a little more extravagant than a nine (laughs) dollar. I also there was a lot of lead up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, what is he gonna? I know. Eight minutes of lead up. I did. I got like. uh, I got. I got a whole bunch of like odds and ends and things. Okay. But that was was just an example. That's the one that I'm the most pumped. about gotcha. but it only turned out to be nine dollars so i guess maybe i didn't need to like set aside an yeah, entire I was like, I was like, <laughs> did you need to save for a year and forget about it i'm a little frugal <laughs> but uh you know that's how, <laughs> and it is like that i find it funny about that that movement is the frugality level is so high yeah. and, and i think there are certain aspects of that that totally makes sense yeah um, given if your goal is truly just to be able to like to live off of you know your money of yeah. course that means you're living super frugally off of that money also in the future um so that that the idea that when that when taken to an extreme, that lifestyle basically says, well, yeah, you do need a new wallet because it's snapping your credit cards in half. And yeah, you could go buy a wallet for nine dollars, but you could also invest that nine dollars. Exactly. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> so don't. Because <laughs> as long as your credit cards still work, yeah, you can just tape them back halves. together, <laughs> <laughs> and you're good. Yeah, it's it is possible to to take that to uh, a little too far. Uh-huh. I think. Um, all right, so otherwise, in, in the news, Levelhead's coming out this month. When? Who knows? Mm, who knows? Well, we know. We know, and we're just going to – We're not going to We're going to Beyonce it, as as the phrase goes, which is yep. when suddenly it just appears. Although we're not doing it as effectively because I'm pretty sure there was like – we're not Beyonce? Up. Well, no. Well, there's that. Yeah. But also, I'm pretty sure for that, for that there was literally no lead up whatsoever. Yeah. Just like suddenly it appeared. Mm-hmm. And we, we at least we technically a month. <laughs> we technically true. have had some lead up yeah. and that we've talked about. Level head a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, kind of here and there yep. a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But we also said it's coming out in April. Just now. Also that. Yeah. yeah. Like a month ago. So so, uh, so we're, we're kind of beyonce it. I don't know if it's like a soft Beyonce. 
Beyonce. A soft Beyonce. Uh, We're doing a soft Beyonce of this one. Mm -hmm. So you're never going to know. One day you'll wake up. There level head will be every day. Your certainty will increase that it will be soon. That's true. You know. Yes. Or or you'll just have nightmares that you missed it. There's that also. And then you'll wake up and you'll be in a cold sweat. Keep you on edge. Yeah. We still have some things to do. So it's definitely not launching today. No. Yeah, I got to make a new trailer. We got a bunch of bugs to fix. Got some yeah. new security stuff to put in there. And I think it's safe to say it's not launching tomorrow also because true. this podcast episode comes out the day after that. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think we've got a few days covered now. Yeah. So this really narrows it down. <laughs> um, also, today is quarterly review day. Yeah. Let's talk about this. What about it? What about it? Uh, why do we do this? What we is do, this? Well, we do it on one hand because we're a business and we're required to by law. Technically, we have to have a quarterly review minutes once we're a corporation, yeah. right? Cause, yeah. Because we're, we're an S-corp. Which weirdly has essentially no stipulations about no, what No, you just have to have means. done it. But also like what – yeah, when does that get checked? Who's checking this when? Uh, and for what <laughs> I think it's just like – it's one of those things. It's kind of like GDPR, right? Like okay. with GDPR – we have to we have to know like who all of our providers are that like that hold on to our customers' data. Mm-hmm. So all of our third parties, you know, we have to and we have to know that they're GDPR compliant and all this kind of stuff. But we don't like we don't show that anywhere. That's just at some point regulators could be like, we don't believe that you're GDPR compliant, and I need to demonstrate that you are. But when right? it comes to quarterly review, for, like for business stuff, because what a, like the fact that that there are patent the troll companies. Tells yeah. me that this system is not doing what it's intended to do, right? Because like, if you have a company that nobody really works at, and all it does is own patents, and all well, you have- there are people who work there to to sue people, mm-hmm. you know, sure. it's just a bunch of lawyers that work. True, there. but all they have to do for their quarterly minutes is just like, did we sue sit down and be like, did we sue everybody? Yeah, yep. I, but I assume we that, did. But I assume that like you could be taking it much more aggressively than that as your as your troll company, you know, because because your whole you're trying to build a troll empire. So at your quarterly mm-hmm. review, you got to find out like, are we growing fast enough? Have we bought enough patents? What, mm-hmm. What's some like new range of patents and patent types that nobody's really cracked open in the troll sort well, of I sector mean, yet? The answer to the question, are we growing fast enough, is always no. Exactly. I mean, if you're a business. But yeah. I guess it's my question is like, what, who, who are the minutes for? Are the, they for us? They're for, <laughs> they're for us and our investors. <laughs> but we, we don't have any. Well, we are the investors. Oh, so it's, so just, they, it's just for us twice. So if you had investors or like a bank or something, then you'd like, send hey, that see your notes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just because we're being a bunch of weirdos over here, none of it makes any yeah. sense. But also because by by being an S corp, that puts us into a certain category where how the law treats us. We're like you know we end up having different kinds of tax structures mm-hmm. and whatever. And if we end up being a bunch of fuckos about it mm-hmm. and like just <laughs> taking money from the company in weird ways that are not allowed, like all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff, right? Then, then we, we, we got to make trouble, right? And so basically, this is all basically us doing due diligence. So if if the government suddenly is like. We think you're behaving as if you're people and not a company. Well, I mean, I know companies are people, but that's a different kind of people with yeah, you know, more with, and better with rights. more rights. So we're talking about <laughs> we have to make sure you don't pretend to be like a company, you know, because mm. you should only have as many rights as we let you have. But then what if they check our minutes and then our minutes say, we're just going to take all the money? Yeah. Is <laughs> that's that, fine. Because that, that was part of the business strategy. That was part of the okay. plan now. Yeah. You got to stick to the plan. That's the point of okay. the yeah. That's the point of the minutes. Okay. Uh, so, Bureaucracy. aside <laughs> from the aside from the legal side of it, what's the advantage? What I mean, also we're not lawyers, so I'm not 100 percent sure about. Like, oh yeah, this is all just made works. up. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> just, to, just we were to, told we have to have minutes. Yeah. I think we were told, I, who we're told us that. Probably some our lawyers. lawyers did. Mm, lawyers. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so the point for us is really to. I mean, we are we are so very much doing the work every single week that uh, if you don't plan these sort of moments where you 
where you basically take a big step backward and just basically what we do is we just get a room for the whole day and then did we get a room by the way a Roomba a room by the way oh, I don't know if we did it's a good question we have to figure that out um, we have to just go for a long walk yeah. <laughs> eight hour walk eight hour walk yes yeah, so we get a room or get some location of some sort and then uh, basically just talk about we go over a number of things we have a structure to it um, that sort of reviews the past quarter's accomplishments uh, checks in with the roadmap which we then update as well to see that we're sort of on track with what we think we should be doing on the on the really high level. And then we dive into a lot of production, uh, like overhauls and things like that. So we, we do this question of where's waste coming from in the organization, uh, which comes from the DevOps handbook. And, and then also just dive into like, what do we think is our problem? Now, that's usually what it is. What's our problem, you know? Yeah, I mean, then, you, could, you could sit around all day and pat yourself on the back for all the things you think you're doing right, but... The, the conclusion of that conversation is always, all right, we'll keep doing that. Yeah. So that's not really – it's weird because you I should think – be looking for all the things you're doing wrong. Yeah. It's weird because you basically spend a whole day talking about all, all ways, of your failings. All of your failings. <laughs> all the ways things are going wrong. All the ways things will go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, although even, even all the ways that the things that you're doing well might turn around and bite you in the ass later. Yeah. You know? So I think it – Depending on your perspective on it, you might walk away from this conversation thinking like, this was very negative, uh, <laughs> but, but it's, it's all for a purpose. Well, I think the key know? is that you don't just, you don't just hit, you don't just arrive at, oh, here's all the things that are fucking up. You make, then you, you make a plan. You make yeah. a plan. And you do this simultaneously on the same day. And it's all about mitigating future risk also. Yes. So they tend to be a lot of fun, actually. I usually enjoy them a lot because it's something always comes out of it. Interesting stuff always comes out. So I'm really excited to get into it today. And, and uh, I think just getting that time to really step back away from the, the day-to-day work is really important for, for like you're doing anything, but running an organization of any scale, basically. Yup. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be good. It, it's kind of like we talked in, in the past about how doing the podcast every week is a nice way for us to mm-hmm. step, step away out. from the work and zoom out a little bit and just kind of talk about higher level things. So this is even, even higher level than you that. You know, like $9 wallets. Like you got to you gotta get that you out. Gonna, mm-hmm. You got to get that yeah. out into the universe. You got to see yeah. that opportunity. Yeah. My only worry is that apparently this wallet is RFID blocking, and so my building card may no longer work through my wallet. <laughs> this it, it may it may be okay. So uh, we got some testing. What's there. the idea? With the, is it because people can apparently since the your credit cards have a uh, RFID chip mm-hmm. in them, then people are now using RFID readers to like take your take your shit. But do, does it work with the they chip? They have to get real close though. Do they like spank you with it? No, does they don't they don't have to like hit the... you with it. They just need to be near the That's that's the for those cards that you can just like tap on the thing yeah. or whatever, which I don't think yeah. I've ever had one of those or, or maybe or maybe all my cards do it and they, they just have they no probably all do it. If they have, they have the chip it. in it, usually they do it now. I thought the chip has to be inserted. Gotta, I don't know. It's got to like touch those weird little gold. Things. I don't know. I was. I, was I mean, I wasn't buying it for the RFID. It just <laughs> has it. So you know, we'll I'm just see. curious about the mechanisms of stealing this because you have to get real close for the RFID. Yeah, you just smack people in the butt. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like you got to get you got to get almost as physical as taking a wallet from somebody. But think about that. Like, if you're on like a crowded subway train and you feel like a tap on your butt, and you're like, oh no, and then you reach and you feel your wallet, you're like, oh, okay, it's still there, mm-hmm. right? And then turns out it's not. Because your wallet is actually digital and you didn't even know it, right? Mm. So anyway, I'm not really concerned about that, <laughs> but it's just a problem. So anyway, final piece of news for the day is Star Citizen. This is a game. This game has been in development since before our studio existed. This game since 2011. started in development in 2011. So it's been going for eight years strong. It's raised hundreds of millions of dollars. It's been in the news pretty constantly. much constantly yep. since its inception. Um after eight years of development, they finally developed the technology. 
Okay. Wait for it. To add women to their game. Mm-hmm. So Wow, guys. Really Kudos. So very very up, impressive. Up until mm-hmm. now, it has only been possible to play Star Citizen as a male character. Yep. Uh, so their most recent update, they added an entire planet and women. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like, and they've been adding planets and spaceships and entire new Systems game modes yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, I think this. There's not a little. There's not much else to say about it. Just in terms of like, it's so obviously crazy. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. But I it was, does. I, it does was, very uh, perfectly highlight just how problematic yeah. it does. And I was also interested. And looking at all the sites that then reported on this patch, because you know, it's a every time they put out a patch, that's people talk about it. Um, and and how just like that fact was was like nobody seemed to, I nobody, didn't see any, nobody was about talking about how weird it was that it took this long for this to happen. People be like, great, there's a new patch coming out, there's a whole planet, also, there's women now for the first time. Yeah, didn't Rock Paper Shotgun make fun of them now? But it was like, it was like the very it's gentle like pokes, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't. Like it wasn't anybody just being like the fuck, because <laughs> that was the right to me the proper response. Um, but it, it was interesting because this is the argument that you see constantly from AAA studios when they when they when they don't have playable female characters in their in their games. Uh, the classic explanation is well, we didn't have the budget mm-hmm. to make both male and female characters. And and if you look at this this patch, what they basically said they had to do is they had to go sort of like retrofit. They had to go back through every system in the game. And make it work with these like new female, like r- separately rigged, uh, separately animated characters, right? And so, the, basically, without without them coming out and directly saying it, they're using that same that same uh, case where they're just like, it's just so expensive to add a, another kind of character that we just couldn't do it until here we are, five hundred million dollars in eight years, right? Later, but the, the subtext there is it's expensive because we never planned on it. Exactly. Yes, you know, exactly. like yeah. it's a tech debt problem. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. going back and retrofitting your system that was never intended to have yeah. female then characters. Of course, it was that's really the problem. And expensive. Right. Yeah. That's the problem. Yep. Come on. Anyways, all right. Let's get on. <laughs> let's get on to some questions. Wild. These questions come from our listeners over at podcast.bscotch.net. If you'd like to get your question on a future episode, you can go there and then put it in there. People will vote on it, and then something happens. Yeah. All right. Let's get started. First question comes from Creator Red A. Can you do a live demo of your butterscotch shenanigans tune? Mm. Uh, in order to do it, uh, it had to only be Sam and Seth because I actually was not part of it. That's right. We didn't get you in there. Uh-huh. Nope. I was still. I did. I, still text text I did yep. the buh and the scotch. I did the tur. Sam did the tur, and then we we went back and forth a bunch of times because we couldn't figure out if it was supposed to be dur. Or I mean, we had we originally had a dur. It was like but a dur. <laughs> Turned out to sound butter, real dumb. Butterscotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then actually, uh, Patrick Fat Bard sings the shenanigans as a chorus with himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we don't actually have all of the equipment needed. Yeah. To execute mm-hmm. the jingle. That's true. I also have an allergy to uh, being being told you to put, sing to, to put on the spot. Yeah. Dance. Yeah. Dance, Adam. Exactly. I, like even if I wanted to, then I would not. Should I be? T- should I tell the hat the hat dance? <laughs> you should story. Tell that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. It's All right. time. All right, everybody, <laughs> listen. Take, take us back. We're episode one ninety seven now. It's time to finally reveal my dark past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never. I've never – I also have that same thing where like mm-hmm. if somebody commands me to to entertain them or perform or, or whatever, I'm immediately like, no, I just don't want to – I don't yeah, want to do it. So 
when I was, I think, four or five or something like that, we had a, a big family reunion. We're about every five years. Our, we have this giant extended family that's all over the country. About every five years, they get, they get everybody together. It's like 150 people and have a big get together. And, and there's all kinds of like games and just food. food and, yeah, it's just a big It's party. a great time. Um, things like tr- uh, skid loader races, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's farm stuff, but it's awesome. So um, one of the things that was at this particular event was uh, a lot of the a lot of the family all had kids around the same age, around my age at the time. And they decided it would be great if everybody commanded their children to perform a dance. And mm-hmm. so so they found this uh, this weird song about having a hat. And it was this guy. I've got a hat hat. Got a hat hat. A hat hat. Yep. That, that's, this, that's the chorus. That's and then you also put your hat forward and then you pull your hat back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you pick your hat up and down, up and down, up and down. And then something, like, something, flip it around. Yeah. So basically, yeah. like, they they got this song where basically the lyrics of the song were explaining what you're supposed to do with your hat. It's like a hokey pokey. It's yeah. like a hokey Which pokey. Which is useful for children because that way you just do what the song tells you to do. Right. So that was that was basically the thinking. The adults were like, this will be cool. Our kids, we'll, like, we'll throw them up on stage. We'll give them all these oversized hats. Videotape them. We'll videotape so them. Cute. We'll videotape them. Um and whether they want to do it or not, that's not our concern, mm-hmm. you know, because we're the adults here and we get to just force children. And to these do are our properties for our, uh, you know, for our whims. <laughs> <laughs> so I was opposed to this. I was like, How I old don't, were you? I was four or five. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't want to go on stage, wear a hat and dance around in circles for everybody else's uh, amusement. And <laughs> as a child, I am not here I for am, this. <laughs> I'm here for playing. Okay. That's my agenda for the day. You can't just derail my whole fucking plan. Mm-hmm. You know? I came in here with the plan. I got a schedule. I got to meet with these other children yep. over in the play. I've got a 2 30 uh, <laughs> jungle gym date, and that goes until 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then I've got nap. And I then, just, you know, yeah. you can't just you can't just throw my whole day yeah. into disarray like this. So there was a big back and forth about this. I was like, no. The parents were like, yes. And then that was that was that's the back and forth. That actually. was the back and forth because <laughs> because the logic, like as a child, you can't argue against this because all the parents have to say is, "I'm telling you to do this." Mm-hmm. And regardless of your, uh, you don't have any rights. Yeah, regardless of your rationale, it just doesn't fucking matter. Right? Also, you probably can't articulate your rationale very well as a four or five. But but here's the Besides, problem: before, you can, you can't get much further than I don't want to. Right, mm-hmm. but like that should have been all that was needed. Yeah. Because if somebody's well, like, "I want you to dance on stage," mm-hmm. and you're like, "But I don't want to." And then that should be like, oh, okay, well then, I guess don't. Well, maybe, <laughs> but I mean, children are also notorious for not wanting to do most things yeah. that would be possible. Most things that, that are make them do most stuff. things that are good for them. Most things generally that's well, the most things. Do, right? Yeah. So this this might have been one of those cases that I think it just like, that didn't apply to. Yeah, and it just sort of everything falls into that same circle where at some point you're like, look, I got, I'm telling you to do things, and you do the things because it's important for you to do the. That's things. how this yeah. relationship, regardless works. of what it becomes. You know, yeah. At the end of the day. And so, so I end up on stage. I'm there. I'm mm. in the middle. Bright lights. Bright lights are there. I'm s- s- sweaty. It's a hot summer day. <laughs> uh, and all the all the parents are there. There's like 50 people watching. And there's a videotape. You know, the whole the whole thing, it's a big production. Big production value. <laughs> so, so all these other kids are doing their hat dance. And I stood defiantly. these other kids includes me and Sam. Adam and Sam are there We're doing the hat there. dance. To be fair, I remember literally nothing of this. Didn't, <laughs> I also didn't mind it at all. Yeah. This was a formative moment of my childhood. <laughs> And I stood there defiantly in the middle and didn't move and did not move. You did smirk though. I smirked because I was like, smirking. I was like, I'm winning. <laughs> 
You know, what I get to do now is I get to I get to just throw a wrench right mm-hmm. in the middle of this this circus, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not doing the hat dance and I'm going to stand there on video and make sure that it's known, <laughs> which and this I is am. the reason that I know anything about this is because of just the story, but then also because we have video proof of it. Yeah. Which is the yep. particularly hilarious. Uh, so, you know, I, I feel like that really shaped me as a man. Um, <laughs> it has been one of those, like, the stories that keeps sort of rearing its head, you know, in later life. It's like, tell me what happened in your childhood. The hat dance. The hat dance. Mm-hmm. But it's this isn't to say, so I, I'm, not, I'm not a particular fan of, like, dancing just as a as an activity. I don't really do it a lot, right? No, it is a, a little bit of a stretch to call that a dance, I think. Whole, yeah, yeah. Whole, that was that was, was more of a that was a performance. Yeah. yeah. Uh but I did, you know, in high school, for example, I, I participated in a in a like a choreographed dance uh for like a homecoming. Mm. You know, I've I've done these things, um, but by choice. Yeah. And that's the important <laughs> <laughs> that's the important takeaway. So, anyways, I guess we're not gonna sing the jingle. No. <laughs> moral yeah, of the story. That's the moral of the story. All right, number two, Tippy Fizz, Viri Boop asks. General life question. What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Samoas. Yeah, it used to be 100% Thin Mints. Isn't nope. that what Dwayne Johnson is? He's Samoan. Samoan. He's Samoan. <laughs> yeah. It's close. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Samoa. Uh, but, but, but the Samoas. That's my favorite Girl Scout cookie too. Yeah. They recently took over my top spot. I but think they're just I'm the a most, big fan of the Dwaynes. The uh-huh. problem is when they're I just eat the them. most diverse in terms of their taste set. Yeah. You know? But when I eat them now – I can only eat like three or four of them, and then my stomach actually hurts a little bit. That's just I, I the feeling eat, of getting ripped. That's true. You know, a, you, apart you, from the inside. No, like you eat those. <laughs> you eat those Dwayne. Like what, Dwayne Johnson needs to eat like six to eight thousand calories a day. Like, mm-hmm. How do you think he's doing that? Fish? No. Percent girls got good. He's eating. <laughs> he's eating Samoans. Uh huh. Fellow Samoans. Samoa was or Samoa was. He's eating Samoans. <laughs> It's cannibalism and Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that Get fuel that fuel Dwayne Johnson's mm-hmm. uh, gains. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Samoas. My Secret weird. Weapon asks, do games like Beat Saber and VR count as a workout? I play it like three or four times a week now that I have an Oculus Rift. And after about 30 minutes, my heart rate is up, my arms are sore, and I'm sweaty. But is it sufficient yes. enough mm-hmm. to be considered working out? Uh, I think working Sounds out, like workout. literally anything that isn't you sitting around is working out. Yeah, basically, once you once your heart rate is jacked up a bit for an extended period of time. So also drinking coffee, that's a workout too. Yeah, yeah I think it quite counts. Mm. I mean, well, by, well, no, by your definition. But you said you can't be sitting right around. So I think mm-hmm. – so basically like mm-hmm. rowing and cough and drinking coffee are not – those are not working out. Well, rowing, you're still – No, because rowing, you're, you're, you're not just sitting there. You're uh, sitting there and you're flipping your, your torso back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's the you're flipping your torso. You do a torso flips. Yeah. You're also like sliding back and forth. You know, there's not even any stationary element, really. That's yeah. true. You're more scooting than you are sitting. Yeah. You're scooting your I feel like, around. though, like if you were sitting – on the ground. <laughs> you know? If you're sitting around, I feel like that's a workout, though, because that implies that you're sitting in lots of different places. Like a musical chair. And, like, how are you yeah, going to yeah. get there? So if you're not walking – just, It's just sitting there. So if you're sitting there, that's not a workout. If you're yeah. sitting around, that's mm-hmm. good because now you've got some travel time from chair yeah, to chair. Yeah. I think – but also if you're only kind of shambling, that also doesn't really count. It's like if you're on a, if you're on an intentional walk where you're going from point A to point B, those things are like some – Right. So if you're, legit sit, distance if you're sitting away. around with power walking intervals. Yeah, that's awesome. Know, that's fine. That you, stri- you take some strides. You stride from one chair to another. Mm-hmm. Sit there. Stride to another. And if you wear there. a VR headset and flail your arms around while you're doing it, just that's just bonus steps. And you're working out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I there's Wii Fit. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff. I did a Wii Fit when I was in in college. Mm-hmm. I got one so I could do. I don't know. I don't like. There was just cool. there was no point was to so that. New, you were like, what is? I this? was in college, so I, there was a gym already on campus. I don't know why I needed that, but mm-hmm. uh, I had cool. one, and it it did a good job. You know, I did the yoga thing, yeah, think, and they like track your balance, and then you everything mm-hmm. hurts. My problem was I played. So the only time I played Beat Saber, I realized afterwards that I had just locked my my elbows essentially to my waist, and, and so I was just playing like this because I was used <laughs> to playing with like a Wii Fit controller. Oh right? yeah, which you could actually just flick your wrists. You don't have to do almost anything with right. any of those uh, the Wii controllers. Um, and so when I played Beat Saber, I was basically doing the same thing, but you actually do have to move. And so I sort of ended up doing this weird, like stiff, stiff uh, armed torso, stiff upper arm. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like your torso. T- it's like a T-Rex playing this game. Um, so I did not get a workout in the slightest, yeah. but I wouldn't doubt that if you're actually, but I bet you looked awesome. I think I looked so weird. Do it. Unbelievable. <laughs> with your elbows tucked in and whipping your, whipping your forearms around. Uh, it was very strange. Yeah. I think, I think the key is there's, there's just two sides of this question, which is one, don't gate, gatekeep other people's exercise. You know, like yeah, man. there's the question of whether or not a thing is exercise. That's, that's a bullshit question. Are you if, sweaty? Are you getting Done. sweaty? Are you doing it? But even that, like. Do you think you're getting exercise? Okay, so that's part one. But part two is also don't lie to yourself about it. This is part two. Are you you sore? (laughs) Part two is is now on your end. So on on one hand, don't gatekeep other people. If someone's like, Hey, I, I exercise every day because I go on a on a mile long walk. Because right? I play dope beats and beats. Or I play dope beats and beats saber. Then it's not it's not in my position to judge whether or not that's really exercise. But on your position, you also shouldn't say, Well, I walk, this is gonna get me ripped, right? Or I play beat saber. Therefore, I'm going to definitely live until I'm 120. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. Because the problem is like, obviously not because Beat Saber is going to, you know, at some point your Oculus is going to break down. Yeah. And then you're going to run out of beats. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> also, then your workouts are done. But also because that game doesn't include any cardio. Yeah. So, you know, there's no like running. Well, right? it probably, unless honestly, you're in the, unless it probably, you're, is, it probably is pure cardio. It's just that it's uh, not, yeah. it's not going to be heavy. You're not going to, you're not, not going to, it's cardio. You're not going to become Dwayne Johnson. Exactly. Yeah. And you might not even become much more healthy than you already are. So you could judge exercises by their ability to transform you into Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. It's not, yeah. The question isn't whether or not it's an exercise. The question Mm -hmm. is, how much exercise is it and what are your goals? Does it align with your goals? Yeah. That's the real question. Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying to go to the Olympics for powerlifting, it's not going to help. You're going to broaden, you need to broaden your horizons slightly past Beat Saber, but not much. If you want to be able to run, you know, faster than somebody chasing you. You know, mm-hmm. probably beat. That's beat when you got to play. Not the thing either. Yeah, you got to play like leg saber, which is where you, <laughs> is that you stand on your hands and you have lightsabers stuck to I think your it's feet. A, yeah, you just strap the Oculus things to your legs. Yeah, and actually, then, yeah. Does the Oculus know Dude, if it's that upside down? That. <laughs> Holy shit! Does it know if it's upside down though? It must, right? Well, well no. no. So what I'm thinking is if no, the, you, like the Oculus is because if you're now standing on your hands, that you're looking at the world upside down. Oh yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. Because have you done that ab exercise where you like you you basically sort of uh, you like sit on a bench and then lean so that you're basically forming a V and yeah. then you sort of stretch your legs out. Yep. And it's like brutal on the abs because you could do oh, this shit. with Beat Saber. So, so you, you get tape. on the edge of your couch, uh, yeah, yeah. sit on the edge of your couch and lean back. And or then just strap, on the floor also works. On the floor. And then strap the Oculus things to your feet and then play Beat Saber that way. Or should even at that point, just still still do it on your hands, but just maintain yeah. that V position Ooh, the whole yeah. time, you know? Yeah, you play Beat Saber while planking. Yeah. You know? it's like, you got to be <laughs> well, doing one of those side planks. Do yeah. a V up. Do yeah. squat. Do a squat between. Like, whenever whenever you get a break, like, do three squats. Hell yeah. You know? if squat you, on the beat? Yeah. 
Oh shit, that would yeah, be, that'd you be could, a good hit workout. Oh my god, that'd be brutal. Are you kidding? Yeah, you'd be that, that much arm flailing around. Yeah, the qu- so maybe the question isn't whether it's exercise because of course it is. The question is how far can you take? That? <laughs> <laughs> you could really because well, I think yeah. this is this is one of the, the sort of untapped secrets of of VR when it is when it comes to exercise because exercise is boring. It's boring <laughs> and it hurts, <laughs> and so if you can be distracted from it yeah, by and also having a blast and having a great time. Then now you can actually truly ask these questions of like, just how far can I take it? Because I'm, it's sort of like how people are trying to use VR as basically a sort of a pseudo treatment for painful medical procedures yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Cause like they put headsets on you and you're just distracted by some beautiful environment because you're killing aliens or whatever. And they just can stab you in the back or like <laughs> cut your butt off or whatever they're doing. And you don't even notice. Mm-hmm. It's just fine. So you can apply the same thing to exercise. Yeah. Be careful wearing your VR headset. Someone might come in and Someone's, just cut your butt off. Someone's going to cut your butt off. <laughs> you won't even know it. I'm pretty sure that's a medical procedure. Until you're buttless. Yeah, it's a butt. Uh, a buttectomy. 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 Uh, all right, next question comes from Biggie Baba Boop. How will you test what will happen when people are jerks and levelhead? I wouldn't want to test it because I don't want to get banned. We actually asked our testers to test it. This is why we <laughs> pay internal QA yeah. so that we can do terrible things to their data and their accounts and their profiles, like ban them, delete their levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just got to keep playing. Yep. yep. You know, because no matter what happens, that's their, that's their that's job. job. Yeah. You know, if, if we just uh, ban random people or during our pre alpha, that's probably not as good. Yeah. But I, there, there will be a testing phase that, because a lot of this has to do with scale. Yeah. And like in the exact tweaking of what the numbers mean, right? Because because we're, we're collecting, we're, we can already collect reports. Wait, can we yet? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can already collect reports. Um, but we don't yet have a way to like do stuff, do something with it. that. We and can delete, we, we can do, delete levels easily. Yeah. Yeah. But, we, but to, for example, see the list of reports like ranked by something. We, like, we, don't, we don't have that actually in place. That's actually the thing we're tackling this week. Um, but but even once we do, you know, the question is like if something's been reported once, is that fine actually? You know, like what's the threshold at which we need to actually look at a thing? And those are the kinds of questions that we actually can't really address until this thing goes live and people start using it because that'll tell us kind of what it means for somebody to report a thing. Mm-hmm. Does that mean on average that that thing is actually a problem or does that mean on average that people are sort of – misunderstanding the purpose of reporting. Well, we did have a very funny thing happen during the alpha, which is some of the levels are hard. And of course, a lot of the player-made levels in particular are very hard. Yeah. Because it's, it's actually, it's much harder to make a balanced level than it is to make it something that's very difficult. And so uh, frequently the joke in the Discord was someone, because the button that you see when you pause the game is report offensive content. And mm-hmm. people jokingly would be like, oh man, I kind of want to report this as offensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking hard. It's so hard. That's the other thing we're worried about. So yeah. So, so we actually, yeah, we need to, we need to move the report button like way out of the way mm-hmm. so that it's not like right there in your face when you're first the most frustrated with a list. And so it doesn't say offensive content because people can – people apparently are reading that. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah, broad it's a framing. Well, the, you know, the problem is if you just say report it, then people people will be even I think more likely just to use Well, it. What, you, what you need is, you know, it says like um, re, re, the the hover text or whatever. It needs to say, you know, report code or of conduct confirmation message then, or something. Yeah, yeah. you got confirmation message explaining what this means yeah. and then you're then you can go through with it. And then also have, you know, punishments for misreporting or something, yeah. which is probably some future step we'll have to also take. Um, yeah, because it's going to be so. What we do have with the aliases, because because actually there's a bunch of stuff that people can report. Right, there's levels and there's usernames. Uh, so there's two things people can report. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a bunch. That's, a bunch. that's the smallest bunch possible. That's true. 
so with, with usernames, cause, so we actually track every – so like if you report something, um, we just store that for like 30 days, right? So like I just have expire because I don't even know that shit forever. But the idea there is that if somebody were to get brigaded or something, yep. that we now have the list of all the people who brigaded that person. Yep. Which means now we can – if we detect now it, we that's what happens. Now we that list. Yeah. Um, and that's actually probably – we'll, we'll end up having to build mechanisms like that to deal with a lot of this because I think there actually aren't – as a fraction of people, uh, there aren't that many people who who misbehave with respect to these kinds of features. Right. It's just that there are enough and those who do misbehave misbehave a lot that it becomes actually – it becomes basically impossible immediately to separate out like the real stuff from the fake mm-hmm. stuff uh, by volume. But as soon as you just start aggressively – banning people who are misusing the tool then i think actually it can get cleaned up pretty fast yeah and it's weird though because you, yeah you have to assume that every level that gets made is going to have some baseline number of reports for no reason yeah <laughs> but, it, but it depends Which, on how many people are going to see it because like because mm-hmm. if if say like two percent of people times, yeah. falsely falsely report any level that they think is hard or whatever right uh or just every level they see because they think it's funny right then that means that any given level has to be played by, you know, really a few hundred people just for like to make sure we hit that mm-hmm. number where like when we see a report, it's actually probably because of that. Yeah. So well, then the you got to get really weird. Yeah. And then you got to do stuff like we've always, we've talked in the past about how muting is our, our favorite moderation mm-hmm. concept where you, you basically let the person keep doing the thing that they're doing. Yeah. And what they don't realize is that like nothing's happening on the other end. Yep. Right. Yeah. I love muting people on Twitter. It's just one of my favorite activities. It's just best. Whenever someone's just kind of mean to us, I'm like, nah, I don't not need anymore. It. I don't need this. <laughs> Literally don't need it at all. Actually, right. Yeah, on that note, speaking of, did we talk about April Fool's Day at all? No, but no. It, today is April Fool's Day, mm-hmm. right? Which is sort uh, of like the games industry's favorite day of the yeah, year. Which, yeah. Like. So some great stuff. Comes, so, so somebody posted in the chat yesterday uh, from, Corsair, Corsair, I want to say mm-hmm. they their April Fool's thing was a game launcher launcher that ties all of your game launchers together into one mega launcher, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So very well done, very hilarious. But what I was most amused by was the this was on Twitter was the uh, the replies to it um, because a a weird like twenty five percent of responses were people angry about it not being April first. <laughs> And then and then and then arguments about time zones right. they because like, well, because they posted it at the end of the day, uh, sort of like Pacific time, yeah, uh, March thirty first, yep. which means in half of the countries of the like in half of the world, or not half the yeah, countries, but actually but half the world. According to this, by you know, this really angry guy, he's like, yeah, but it was it was published in California, and where it is definitely not April first. So this is. Anyway, so this, right. so so there this was, was happening, yeah, I, and, then, I, I, and then this guy, and then they, and then they muted him, and then so he was ranting about being muted just for just for disagreeing about this. We're like, this isn't a platform for you to. I, I just found it so interesting and baffling, but it's <laughs> is it's it's remarkable that because this video, I was laughing my ass. That off. was great. It was so well done, and they they basically, yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's this Corsair game launcher launcher video. Essentially, they parodied everything that's just going sideways and dumb about the they games. Also, they also made it so that you could now, if you have, now you have this, you know, infinite list of games that you don't play. So now you can recycle them so by combining well, like, multiple you, games. You can't get a refund. You can't get a refund. But they have a can, refund button. It just doesn't do anything. Yeah, but you can recycle them. <laughs> you can recycle them. And so you can, you can now take three of your games that you don't want anymore. You mix them together. Then you can get a loot box. And that loot box <laughs> has a new game that you don't want. a new game that you don't want. That's fantastic. And then the one that they spat out in their example was like, was then a duplicate. Of one they already had. Um, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it was, 
It was good. Yeah, and they had, they, had, good. they had a bunch of fake game uh, titles on there, like Sass Effect and yeah. shit like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were like, and also, you know, are you having a hard time managing uh, all your friends list? Well, now, anytime one of your friends comes on, on any one of your 15 platforms, you, you'll you get this you'll pop up alerting you. And so then they showed like, one person logged in, but like 15 pop-ups stacked up on the screen. And they just started like flying around. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then, uh, and they're like, you can also press shift tab to bring up the overlay for every single launcher you have at the same time. So it's like <laughs> steam and just like all these overlays that like appear on the screen. And then the person's like moving windows, trying to find like <laughs> a game. <laughs> oh my gosh. I need to watch yeah. this. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so good. I uh, watched, uh, I saw leagues yesterday, which they announced the, it's the kitty versus puppy version of the game. Nice. Where, they, they, actually, re- they actually change the game for theirs, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah. They yeah. add a game mode called Earth, which is ultra rapid fire. Where basically, the cooldowns almost become zero mm-hmm. for all abilities. And this one, they added a cannon right next to the like, start of the game. So you just hop in the cannon, and then you just point to where you want to go, and it just fucking shoots you across the map. <laughs> this is awesome. It's amazing. It's so fun. And then – Wait. Is there a slogan for this game mode, Welcome to Earth? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, so and every year, they do something slightly different with it. But yeah, this year they had like this, it's like this kitty versus puppies situation. So they reskinned a bunch of the characters into just these adorable things. Yes. And then they had a little video that was like a two minute video that's, that is the kitty versus puppy pageant. And so it's all these characters like doing, just basically doing their moves, but being super duper cute. <laughs> and one of them is, uh, the character's name is Rengar. And he's like this huge lion thing that essentially stalks and like kills people in the jungle, right? So he's like, it's kind of like the predator. Uh, but like this really creepy line with like one eye and he comes out, uh, he's in like a pink hoodie and it comes out on a Roomba cause he's a cat right? so <laughs> on a Roomba. And then at the end of it for his final thing, uh, he throws down a box and then like takes like 30 seconds walking around inside of it to get comfortable <laughs> and then sits <laughs> and everyone's like, Oh my God. Like it's, it's, and so they did a, such a good job with it, right? And I was like, I want this. I want everything in this video. And then, of course, it was like 2% of people who were just really angry about this whole yeah. thing. Well, that's whatever it is, you know? That's – yeah. Well, it's just like the reporting on levels, right? Like no matter what happens and how great it is, it just got to be angry. There's going to be a couple of people who just can't – they just can't, you know? <laughs> they just can't, can't have it. And they just won't. They can't. They won't. They're going to They're gonna be yelling yeah, on Twitter, yeah. whatever. I'm really excited for today. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for all the uh, all the good announcements and yep. stuff coming out. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I, think, now, I think someday, once we have like the time and the resources, we need to we need to start really investing in. Well, I think that's what's so impressive about this because like the production values are very high. Yes, yeah. and so many of the games actually build full like this league thing. Like they build a new game mode and yep. full skins that you can, of course, at this point you can buy. So they treat it Although, actually as like a level head is going to be a really good platform yeah. for doing April Fool's shit. Mm-hmm. Just like this platform. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited good to be good mm-hmm. now one thing you have to be careful of as a game company is when you make your april fool's joke that that yeah. because it because you make the joke because it's so outrageous right and it's like you you always have to convey it in a deadpan way and you're like mm-hmm. here's what we're doing with our game now uh-huh. um now you have to be careful that then like 10 years later you're your philosophy on game design hasn't changed so much that it matches that <laughs> that is now what your game is. Cause this, this, this actually happened? Ha- this happened in world of Warcraft, uh, and several different dimensions. <laughs> oh so like, for example, they had a, they had a, uh, April fool's prank, uh, back and one of their, in their first ever April fool's world of Warcraft, they had, a, they had patch notes. They would like put out an entire patch note of just like hundreds of changes to the game. And one of them was, 
uh, we have we have a, attached a global cooldown to every ability because like previously there were a bunch of things that you could use that would then like you didn't have to wait for other things to be done and you right. could use those abilities. And at the time, there was like an uproarious like, oh, my God, this is so stupid. Like, that would be such a bad That would be idea. such a bad game experience. And that's actually how the game is now. And they, <laughs> they just did that very recently. Um, and then at, at one point, there was an add-on that was created called Gear Score, which basically applied a point value to every piece of gear. And this was used as a stand-in for people to judge other players. So if you, someone was like, hey, do you want to come to my dungeon? You need to have a Gear Score of over mm. bleh, right? So – uh, so Blizzard made a April Fool's prank where they they I can't remember what they uh, what the actual acronym was, but it it's it made the word e peen, right? <laughs> and they were like they were like this is your your e peen, and mm-hmm. then it was like a bar that was next to your character, and the the stronger your character was, the longer the bar got, <laughs> oh right? And it, so it was like it was like a really tall like vertical pole kind of uh-huh. like coming off your character, so that way people can just glance at your character and just see how you. long that e peen is, mm-hmm. and then that's how how powerful you are. Stand next to each other and you know compare. Yeah, mm-hmm. and of course at the time this is a hilarious joke because under no circumstance would the game just boil down your entire character into a single number. Except that's exactly what it does now. <laughs> they have a thing called item level, and that's just a number. And then if you don't have a high enough item level, people won't bring you to their groups, and that's uh-huh. built into the game, right? So you know, I think. You got, there's a certain amount of foresight you need to have to make a good. But I wish I wish some of the fun April Fools things that they made jokes about got in, as opposed to yeah. you know, yeah, as yeah. opposed to the ones where like, oh, that would ruin the game, <laughs> and then it shows up, and then people are like, this ruined like, the what game. About just, the really, <laughs> just the weird shit, you know. Yeah, I think the ones that are the most fun to me are actually from from tech companies when because also like the less you know about tech on the one hand, yeah. but also because. People come up with really crazy shit that often sounds fake anyway, just but that isn't fake. Mm-hmm. So that when it comes to like Google, for example, and some of their stuff, I'm always I'm always like I always have that moment where I'm a little bit I'm like this is this real? This has to be <laughs> yeah. a joke. But also, you know, I, I yeah. sort of like the first time I was baffled by one of these was one of the first Google ones, mm. and I don't re- even remember the details. But it was the idea that they're going to turn sewer systems into like an internet access point but like but their their way of doing it of like of presenting this was so fucking elaborate and so detailed with so like so, and everything was so straight-faced and like that i saw this thing and i knew it was april 1st but i was also like nothing like i'm almost 100 percent sure this doesn't make sense too real and this can't be real and it is april 1st but also but i feel like is this it? is this is, is a perfect opportunity because like as a company if you're like okay here's the thing we have this idea it's insane. Yeah, yeah it's truly insane but if we can pull it off it would be amazing but we need to see how people feel about it. We do a market <laughs> test on April 1st. We'll market uh-huh. test on April 1st because the response at that time is never people aren't pissed off about it. Yeah. Instead, you often get this response where people are like, ha, ha, ha. But then, but then you get a, pr- a fraction of people who are like, actually, I kind of want this. <laughs> Which is how I felt about the, the Corsair game launcher. If you yeah, had, there were you, a lot of people who were. Yeah, if you look at the it. YouTube comments, it's like one in, one in four people in YouTube comments were like, but can I have it? Then? <laughs> like, I do want a launcher for my launchers. Uh, so maybe it's, you know, it's just market testing. Uh, let's go to one final question. Uh, this question comes from uh, Irish luck. What can I do to better my chances of getting into the beta for level head? I've already prayed to Cthulhu and I don't know if it worked. Mm. What other rituals should I perform? So none will help ritual you. tips. None will help you. Cause we're not doing a beta. 
That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we did an alpha. A good point. Forget about that. Uh, alpha went so well. Yeah, that like, we were like, oh, okay. Yeah. So this we're is just a, doing internal testing. This is an interesting of- question because you know what's the difference between an alpha and a beta? Why do you and why do you do them? Well, we should also say we originally called the alpha the alpha because we were going to do a beta. Correct. So that's right. why it was an alpha when really it ended up being the beta. Mm-hmm. Right. So the way that we've always kind of thought about it internally is like alpha is a sort of like a proof of concept and early. Uh, pass on looking for major core problems with the game, whether that's a design problem or bugs, right? And uh, and then the beta is essentially what a, you intend to release. You yeah, just make sure it's fine. It's a spot check, looking for yeah. any weird edge cases and stuff like that. So we actually kind of did that because we did our pre-alpha, and then we did our our full alpha. Our pre-alpha was with a smaller, closed group of people, about twenty people, and then our our alpha was a couple hundred people, and those were contiguous. Like the pre-alpha just led right into the alpha, mm-hmm. but really it was more like an alpha and a beta because the game only crashed once. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did come across some issues during the the pre-alpha, like with the game physics and stuff that we had resolved by the time we got that bigger group in. So really it was kind of like we did an alpha and a beta in a 10, right day, in a 10 day but period. Also really early access is beta. Yes. Cause we're, which is the game is in, is in beta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During early access, it's not a 1.0. So, and we're going to have a beta channel inside early access. Oh, that is true. Yeah. yeah. So, if you want to, if you want to get access to early, uh, early, early access, <laughs> early, well, early and, the, and the idea here is that so we're, we're treating we're treating the early access launch as a real game launch, right? We're, we're going to make sure the game is as stable as we can make it, that we trust what we put out, and that it's polished and all that kind of stuff. Um, but of course, a lot of why we're doing early access to, is to be able to test the new things that we're doing and the changes that we're making. And so, we are going to have, I believe, an open beta channel which will basically yep. be the that'll be the bleeding edge builds so any given build as it make, works its way through the pipeline is going to hit our internal qa team first they'll do their checks um if it passes then it'll go into uh the beta channel mm-hmm. and then it'll sit in the beta channel for an unknown period of time as anybody who's opted in there will get to use it um and then every once in a while one of those builds one of those ones that have been in beta will now actually graduate and become the sort of production build that everybody has access to. Uh, So if you want, yeah, if you want that bleeding edge stuff, you'll actually be very, very close to what our internal QA is saying. Mm -hmm. If you're on that beta channel. Yeah. Now we will be withholding some things for larger content drops. Um, Because one of the things that we learned uh, in all of our research about sort of how, how games do live ops and stuff like that is, is even though we can develop content, I mean, we do develop content at a continuous pace, right? Mm -hmm. So, we don't like one day develop 20 new items for the game. That takes that takes time. Um, and it also takes testing and everything else. We learned is that is that if you deliver that stuff on a continuous basis, then people weirdly don't care. Well, they also mm-hmm. can't keep track. They can't keep on. track. Yeah. Well, that, that's why they don't care. And right? there are also just too many active versions that are slightly different of the game out at once, which is then just weird. Yeah. So, so we'll need to even though we're going to be working on content continuously and working on new updates and bug fixes and all that stuff, we're going to be deploying it a little bit less frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so there will be times where you'll be getting like changes on that beta branch. And then all of a sudden the beta branch will be wildly different mm-hmm. uh, from, from what's live. So if you do want to sort of like be on the bleeding edge of that kind of stuff and see what's coming, then that would be where, where to be. However, that's where there may be bugs, right? There may be bugs. there may be bugs anywhere because you know mm-hmm. the whole thing is beta, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's just some that's an option for every player. So we'll we'll probably have more information about that whenever level head becomes uh, mm-hmm. available. Which who knows? I who certainly knows? don't. 
Uh, all right, that's all the time we have for this week. We'd like to thank our producer, Fat Bard, for making us sound good. Thanks to our community moderators who keep our Discord running. To get more involved in the B-Scotch community, you can go to podcast.bscotch.net, where we've got uh, merch, which is running out quickly. The merch page! Uh, because it's all on uh, slashed prices. Uh, uh, still not quickly enough. We want this out of here. Yeah, get it out of here. Please buy it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also have links to the community Discord, a uh, way for you to donate, and links to the podcast archives all over at podcast.bscatch.net. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.